What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hi, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate Hanley, your host and author of the book by the same name. This week's theme is the inner work of anti-racism. Honestly, I'm not an expert on anti-racism, but I am trained in personal development coaching. I know how to support people around doing the inner work and the outer work that's required to make changes. Today's big idea is that each of us has to take responsibility for our own education about the issues we care about. When it comes to racism, frankly, white people are playing catch-up. We may know deep down that racism is wrong, that it hurts innocent people, and that we have to help make it stop. But racism has a long history and a lot of nuances and manifestations. So many aspects of racism are just not in your conscious awareness if you're white, because you haven't directly experienced it. That means there's a lot about the state of the world and racism's place in it that white people are ignorant about. It's kind of like after Trump got elected and white people were crying at the bus stop the next day. I felt this way. I was shocked. Call me a snowflake, but it's true. I couldn't believe that many people would vote for a president who was so clearly racist with his awful remarks about Mexican people and his Muslim travel ban. And that doesn't even include his comments about women. I just didn't get it. And learning that 53% of white women voted for him blew my hair back and felt devastating. Yet when I tuned into the reactions of the black community, I could see that they were rolling their eyes at my middle-aged white lady upset, saying, how could you not see what we experience every day? It was a real eye-opener for me. There are so many things white people just haven't seen. It reminds me of this so horrible, it was kind of great movie that I saw once on a Saturday afternoon long before the days of streaming video. It's called They Live, and it starred Rowdy Roddy Piper, the wrestler. He plays a guy who discovers a box of sunglasses in a random attic that when he puts them on allows him to see that half of the people walking around the streets are actually robotic aliens in disguise. And it's kind of like white people are collectively putting on their racism detecting sunglasses now. It's a natural response to having your awareness raised to want to catch up on everything you missed. It's honorable to want to know more about what's been going on that you haven't seen. Here's what you can't do, though. Ask a person of color to fill you in, because they have been living it, they've been swimming in it, and they are exhausted. It's not their job to bring you up to speed, it's yours. And no matter how pumped up you are to dismantle the mechanisms of racism, you've got to understand a problem before you can change it. Albert Einstein said, if I had an hour to solve a problem, I'd spend 55 minutes thinking about the problem and five minutes thinking about solutions. If you don't educate yourself about a situation that needs to be remedied, no matter how urgent that problem is, you're going to come in with a full head of steam and not really be much help, kind of like a toddler who wants to help make dinner. There's going to be mashed potatoes smeared all over the cabinets and some very exasperated grown-ups. Plus, black people, white people, plenty of groups have been working on racism for a long time. We don't need to come in with a full head of steam about anything. What we need to do is show up, listen, and do what's needed. Certainly, if you know a Black author or expert who offers something you can pay for to learn from, a virtual class or coaching program or a book, by all means, patronize them. But don't ask them to do it for free. 
This is all a long way of saying, when you commit to doing the inner work of anti-racism, educating yourself is a necessity. And it's on you to get the education you need to be a better person and a helpful ally. And the truth is, education takes effort. It's definitely work, and sometimes it feels like hard work. I read the book White Fragility last year when I was reading a book a week. It's not a very long book. I thought I'd breeze through it. It took me two and a half weeks to read because it was such a noodle baker, pointing out things that have been hiding in the crevices of my brain. I'd have to go back and reread and then stop and put the book down as I remembered scenes from my life that all of a sudden I was seeing through a different lens, and it wasn't pretty. So there was cognitive effort, but also emotional work to process the feelings of guilt or shame or embarrassment that came up. But it's also worthy work, work that will make you a better person and help you make the world better. As a white person, it's your privilege that you can decide when to put the sunglasses on and when to take them off. People who aren't white don't have that option in America. Please, if you're white, let's put the sunglasses on and keep them on. It's the best way for what we see when they're on to change. As an author and ghostwriter, I am clearly a lover of books, and there are so many great, just fantastic books out there to read. How to Be an Anti-Racist by Ibram X. Kendi. White Fragility by Robin D'Angelo. Hood Feminism by Mickey Kendall. So You Want to Talk About Race by Ijeoma Aluo. Eloquent Rage by Brittany Cooper. Heck, read them all. They all help shine light on a new aspect of racism and the path to dismantling it. But maybe you're not a reader. And even if you are, reading one book or even five books and then never thinking about it again isn't going to cut it. So your tiny assignment for today is to go and find three black journalists or thought leaders or authors to follow on social media. You want to expose yourself to their points of view every day. Repetition is an important part of learning anything new. On top of learning from them, you can help others in your circle learn from them by amplifying their posts so that their messages get spread even further. I have a couple of recommendations for you if you don't know where to start. Nicole Hannah-Jones is a Pulitzer Prize-winning reporter who covers racial injustice for the New York Times. She's also the creator of the 1619 Project, which explores the history of Black people in America since 1619 when the first Africans were brought here in chains. Zerlina Maxwell is the author of the book The End of White Politics that's coming out in early July. Leila Saad is the author of White Supremacy and Me, and she is really active on Instagram. Michelle Silverthorne is a diversity educator who is at In With Michelle on Instagram. And one of her recent posts said, it is never, never too late to begin. If you haven't already, I hope you'll begin your anti-racism education today. This is an intense time on multiple levels. If you'd like a little hand-holding and direction on doing the things that help you stay grounded and not freaking out, I've got a gift for you. I compiled all the tips I covered in my 21-day Calm the F Down Challenge that I ran here on the podcast into a mini ebook that you can download for free. All you have to do is go to katehanley.com slash calm down and input your email address so I know where to send it. I promise to keep your contact information confidential. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, 
and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 